we are back in the third part of this podcast. Paul, it, it was a good uh, discussion about pharma. Um, and um, I purposely provoke you lah on that big pharma <laughs> and all that. So it's a good discussion <laughs> because I, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And then at least we can give different kind of perspective and potential possible perspectives in seeing uh, one particular um, uh, uh, issue, right? So now we want to talk about business. You have been in pharma for the longest of time from uh, graduating with a pharmacy degree, becoming a retail pharmacist and then doing sales in pharma. You jump into the uh, supply chain of pharma. And after more than like 20 years in doing all those, and after you have turned 50, above 50, you decided to switch again and to do business, to be your own boss. Mm-hmm. Why the decision after so long in pharma? Well, that's, I think, a very, uh, I'll say, uh, there are a lot of answers to that question. Okay, <laughs> we have time. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think I'll be, I'll be very candid. Yeah. Okay, because what applies to me may not apply to anybody else. Right. Uh, I think it depends on opportunity, depends on, on who you know. Uh-huh. Right. So for me, uh, the the good side about having a degree, okay, is that okay? You start smooth, mm. okay, as a pharmacist doing sales. The downside is that you know you are more okay into what you do. Business right. science is all about black or white, yeah. so the world was never gray, <laughs> right? You all go by science, all go by evidence. All right. So and and since young, our parents taught us, you know, you go to school, get a degree, get a good job. So what's next, All right? So for me, uh, doing business, okay, or at least being my own boss was what I wanted to do. All right. Okay, and my dream was to have a successful business. That was basically a dream. Yeah. So after. Having spent a few years, okay, uh, in the in the top management, okay, or some MNCs, top Fortune 500 companies, um, there's a ceiling to where you can go. Right. And this is a matter of fact, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would not be, you know, making okay uh, a, a racist or a racial or you know kind of uh, you know uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, being an Asian. You know, and working for a multinational company, mm-hmm. uh, I think the reality is, you know, we, you know, there is a limit to where we can go. Right. Yeah. So for me, you know, after having achieved that, you know, and I want to do something different, you know, really to 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 do to be my own boss. Uh-huh. So the next one million dollar question was that, you know, what to do, <laughs> where to where to start. That is always the question. Where to start? How to start? <laughs> No, and and I was blessed in a few ways. Uh, first is that okay, um, I I knew quite a few people mm. uh, who actually invited me okay to be partners in the business. Right. And uh, you know some of them okay are still doing uh, very well. Some of the startups. So when I actually uh, looking for things to do, and uh, them contemplating on what to do and how to do. Mm. And I actually, uh, you know, spoke to a good friend of mine, a university friend. Yeah. So from there, this is how it sparked off. Okay, and uh, I, I made a jump. 
I made a jump to be a partner in the business. Right. Yeah, and uh, to to basically do something different. And uh, secondly, also I was blessed, okay, in the sense that um, you know I didn't have a lot of commitment. Mm. A lot of times when we are in the thirties, forties, you now we are struck with loans, okay, maybe mortgage, maybe yeah. car loan, yeah, uh, study loan. Yeah, but for me, um, you know, I, I didn't have uh, a lot of baggage in terms of loan, so it was easier for me to actually make the leap as well. Right. Yeah, because if I'm struck with a heavy debt, you know, it was, it was going to be a lot more difficult to take the decision. And at the same time, you know, when you're at a certain level in the corporate uh, world, you know, that's all you can, oh, that's the furthest that you can go, mm. right? So all the politics there, you know, and all the all the bad things happening there, you know, somehow, okay, it makes, it paints you into a different person. The corporate politics, yeah. Yeah. So for you to survive there, you need to have the spots on, on your skin. <laughs> you need to be an animal. Wow! Yeah. You need to be an animal. <laughs> so you, you you need you need. To I cannot be, imagine you like an animal, Paul. So, so, <laughs> so you need to be you no. Know, you need to be a different person. Mm. So I mean, there's nothing wrong or right. I mean, mm. it depends on what path you choose. Mm. Yeah, but for me, uh, you know, you know, I just want to be a simple jewel. <laughs> you know, I just want to, to you know to to you know to live simply. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't mistake that. Okay, to live simply, uh, you know, being passive and being uh, you know non-aggressive. I think this is two different world. All right. Yeah. To live simply in a sense that you know you you do what you need to do. You're motivated. Right. Okay. What motivates you? Right. Okay, like for example, okay, uh, you know, for for me, you know, I was lo- always looking at what motivate people. Right. Okay, uh, in the pharma world, you know, what motivate us to do sales. Right. The money, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it comes okay to a to a point where money okay doesn't motivate you any further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does it come with age? Do you realize that? Maybe. So it actually comes okay when you have a family. To me, family. Speaking, you know, what motivates me the most mm. is actually my children. Nice. Because I want to do something and I want to leave a legacy for them. Right. Yeah. So that's the one of the reasons why I want to do business. Mm. Of course, you know, it's uh, actually not easy and it's not as uh, simple as what it seems. Right. You know, but for me, it basically what motivates me and what drives me. Yeah, nice, and nice. this is very essential, you know, it's very important, you know, what's behind, what's driving you to do something. You mentioned just now that you were blessed having some friends, some good friends, and then uh, asking you to become partners. And uh, I believe some of your friends are already doing business and have some experience in business. What were your initial thought when people asked you to become partners? Do you have that initial probably doubt, you know, doubt about the partnership, whether can this partnership work? Well, I think my very first uh, decision I made, uh, you know, that was a question I asked, but I didn't know much about, uh, I didn't have the answer to that question. You know, it's, it's kind of difficult I, to get the answer then. Uh, yeah, until, you have, until you have like walked that journey, yeah. <laughs> then the answer will be given to you. Yeah, so I had doubt, <laughs> yes. Okay, but it's just that, you know, was uh, as uh, gullible, you know, just went in. Mm. All right. But uh, when you do business, it's basically it's a different world when you're in it. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like for example, okay, uh, people you expect to be uh, supporting you, to be helping you, you know, mm. it never happened. 
Mm. People respect the least from them, you know. They are the one who came forward mm. to really give you a helping hand, mm. right? So you know, it's totally different and expected. Yeah, but in business, basically, you know, you you do your own thing, you drive your own thing. Dog eat dog, ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, it's as yes. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough because I think everybody will fight for the turf, yeah. right? And and in in pharma, it is a small industry, right? Uh, pharma, healthcare. Uh, generally, the pie is smaller compared to let's say you other you're doing some other uh, FMCG. Let's say you're doing food and all that. You know, food is like. It's just tremendous. It's, it's, it's big. It's huge, right? Food. And then there's subcategories of food and all that we want to do. But still, I'm not saying that it is easier. Business is business. I mean, the competition is really the cutthroat, you know. And all these things, when you jump your first year of business, did you regret that you jump? <laughs> Actually, yes. Because when, uh, you know, I was delusioned, uh, you know, about certain things, uh, certain people. Mm. You know, uh, you know when I see true colors of people. Right. You know, I actually wanted to go back. You know, I told myself, I questioned myself, what am I doing? Serious, huh? Yeah, and that was probably the first few months. Wow. Right. So then uh, it was too much at stake. Mm. You know, and uh, and uh, I think one of the things which, you know, at a certain age when you do business, uh, you know, you understand things a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one of the key criteria is basically, um, I mean, key things to look out is uh, your cash flow. Yes. Your your, your burning rate. Yeah. Know, how much you're burning. Yep. And to keep cost low. Yes. I think it's very critical of, uh, to survive. So then I shifted gear, you know, and I more, become more reliant on myself, the mm-hmm. partners. Yeah. So this is when I actually came out, okay, of the partnership and uh, to set up my own uh the last two, three years. Nice. Yeah. How's it been going so far? So far, uh, I would say so good, but uh, in terms of timing, uh, there was right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm um, quite blessed because I still have the support of a few friends. Right. Nice. Uh, so yeah. I would say that, uh, you know, so far, uh, potential is big. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and, and and pretty in terms of the, the revenue, the, the, the sales, you know, is picking up. Uh, so it's actually a very good sign. Nice, nice. Okay, um, compare pharma and supplements. You are now in the supplements business. Right? We, we are yeah. both in the supplements business, uh, yeah. different market supplements business. Now, compared to pharma and supplements, which one is easier to do? <laughs> well, I think if you look at sales itself, because pharma is everything given to you, marketing support, mm. legal papers, co- collaterals, you know, it's all given to you. Yeah. It's easier to sell. Yeah. But supplements are actually very tough business because, uh, you know, you, you know, it's an area which nobody know, knew, knows about it. Yeah. Nobody knows. And yeah. you, know, you need to convince people. Exactly. You need to educate people. Yeah. So it's actually a totally different ball game. How do you find it? Are you enjoying it so far? I'm enjoying um, because I think uh, first is that, okay, we are seeing doors open. We are seeing uh, potential. Mm-hmm. Day by day, you know, the, the market seems to be bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think in terms of what we can do, uh, in terms of opportunities, not only in Singapore, because I think in Singapore, uh, you know, it will help you to pay bills. You know, with right. uh, five, six million people, you know, how big the Singapore market is. Yeah. Uh, but when you look beyond that, and, uh, you know, the very fact that the Singapore branding is very strong. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, for us, the market is not Singapore. The market is the world for us. 
That's true. And then the advent of the social media and the internet, I yeah. think it opens up doors a lot. Yeah. And I think you have the upper hand where you already know the uh, supply chain and uh, the ins and outs of uh, global supply chain, which you you have a very good experience there. And doing e-commerce right now, all right? Yeah, that's probably will help a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So supplements, like, like you, you mentioned, Singapore is a very small uh, market. Yeah, it is a very small market. And uh, supplements already like a niche in the healthcare uh, industry, right? There's so many. There's there's um, uh, beauty, uh, skincare, and, and so on and so forth. Um, what is your favorite aspect or favorite subcategory lah under supplements and all that? Actually, I like functional foods. Nice. Yeah, it can be functional food. It can be uh, you know, it can be still be a supplement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the form of a capsule, it can be in the form of a jelly or right. some food, you know. Mm-hmm. But for me, functional food, because, uh, you know, I think it's a growing area. Mm-hmm. Secondly, is that, uh, you know, I myself tried those uh, uh, supplement nutrition. Right. Uh, I tried for the eye, for example, you know, and uh, actually it works as well mm-hmm. uh, to me. So I, I was a little bit of a septic, uh, you know, uh, years back, you know. Because for us, okay, we are trained uh, in the school of pharmacy. You know? Exactly. You know, when you take, a, when you eat well, you know, you don't need supplements. Yeah, which is true to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when we come to your lifestyle today, you know, you don't go in the sun often. Exactly. So you like vitamin D. Yeah. So do we have enough zinc, okay, to have yeah. a very good immune system? Yeah. May not be. No, it has been shown elsewhere, like in the US, for example, okay, a large portion of the population doesn't have enough zinc. Yeah. So do we eat enough? Uh, we think that we eat enough, but... Uh, do we eat enough mushroom? Do you eat mushroom every day? Yeah. At least there's one source of zinc. Do we eat broccoli every day? <laughs> yeah, do we eat broccoli every day? Yeah. So it's very... Uh, coming back to what you said just now, it's like uh, in the school of pharmacy or even school of medicine or even uh, generally, you know, it is said that, ah, you can get all these um, macromolecules, right? They call it uh, vitamins, macromolecules from your food. True, you can get it from your food. The problem is, how do you live your life? What is your food culture? You know, and talk about vitamin D. You you said how many people go under the sun in Singapore right now? Although we are a sunny state, it was reported in news that um, at least what twenty percent or even forty percent, I think, of the population they said is uh, vitamin D deficient. Yeah, you know, I believe that, and uh, you know why? When I believe that, just about uh, almost two years ago. I did for my uh, blood test, and I asked the doctor, uh, our mutual friend, <laughs> um, to include the vitamin D inside the test. And you know, I cycle a lot, right? I spend like three, four hours under the hot sun when I go cycle, mm-hmm. and I used to cycle like three times a week, four times a week, if not at least once a week. But I'll be under the direct sun, and I like to be in the sun. My results came. My vitamin D level. Is insufficient, not deficient, but insufficient for a person that always, you know, I spend under the sun much more than you do, you know, and my vitamin D is insufficient. That's surprising to me because uh, you know, an outdoor person. Exactly. Uh, what happened to people, uh, office workers? Exactly. Uh, especially ladies, you know. Exactly. 
So don't go under the sun enough. And also because of my color, lah, my pigment, my pigment is so. I mean, I'm so much darker than you. So it is uh, is doing its job very well to block the UV. So that's why my my skin cannot make the vitamin D. So that's one of the reason. And also, yes, there are some studies also to say that dark colored uh, people has the vitamin D level usually lower than light skinned people. Mm. So because of the pigmentation is uh, doing very well. And you know what? It makes me wonder now why. How will my organization, my staff uh, level of vitamin D be? So I ask all my staff, you all want to go for free blood test or not? Free medical test? Oh, of course, they say free. You know, companies are going to pay for you. So include vitamin D. Mm. So we did that for Singapore and Malaysia uh, staff. Mm. All of us mm. are insufficient and deficient. Mm. All of us, okay? And vitamin D is actually a key component for our immune system. Exactly. We have low vitamin D. Okay, we have a little bit of a compromised immune system. Exactly, and you cannot get enough vitamin D from your uh, diet alone. Yeah, I think there are certain reports. Uh, I, I know in some countries, uh, mm-hmm. they were even going to recommend. I don't know whether how far it went into, but uh, they were actually pushing government. You know, mm-hmm. to actually, uh, you know, make it a. Vitamin D uh, supply for the whole of the population. Exactly. Population during the COVID, they should, they should, and also high vitamin C, right? Yeah. But there are still some uh, medical professionals who say, ah, you don't need them. You know, you don't need these pills and all that. I've read reports. Yeah, I've read reports. I think you do. So you've seen the reports also. So I think there comes like in the second part we discuss about, hey, is big pharma controlling? What about the alternative? What about the nutrition? And then the nu- nutrition aspect of of everything and the nutrition aspect will have to include supplementation because we know that the general nutrition is not enough to have that macromolecules and vitamins that our body really needs, right? It is true you can get all those in your food, but then how disciplined are you to really choose the food that really supply these nutrients that your body needs? Yeah, I think this is an interesting question because to me, You ask me or you ask anybody, you know, what's most precious mm. for us, for me? Yeah, I think what comes in to top in mind is basically, you know, uh, health, family. Yeah. So how much do we do for our health? Do we surprisingly have, not much? Not yeah. much, you know. Yeah. It's just uh, you know, you know, every day we sit on the couch watch TV. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah, but uh, I think it's, it's it's really important for us to take control of our health. Exactly. Take control, no. What is good for you? What's good for your health? Exactly. You know, read more about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Discuss with your doctor. Discuss okay with your friends. Yeah. True. Nutritionist. True. And then from there, you know, you need to make a change in your lifestyle, in your in your food, in your food, in your diet. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a total whole thing. Uh, I think um, the very basic is that we really uh, control our diet and watch our diet, eat the right stuff. You know. And then, of course, we understand that our daily diet cannot give us enough for, based on the uh, nutrient that we need, like, for example, zinc, you know. And foods that are rich in zinc, we can only think about maybe mushroom, broccoli, and all that, right? Some nuts. Some almonds. nuts and all that, almonds. So how many, do you, I mean, do we eat nuts, almonds every day? Do we eat uh, mushroom every day? Right? We don't, right? 
And uh, that's where supplementation comes to play. Yeah, you know, my dentist told me you know, not uh. to eat, stop eating so much of the nuts and peanuts. <laughs> Why? You know, because I, my, at, at my age, you know, it actually happened that uh, the nuts I start to, to cause uh, cracks uh, in my teeth. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's good business for him, dentist. Oh, he advised me you know, to cut down on those nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe before you, you pound into powder first. Uh. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, true lah. So it's good to be in business, isn't it? To be, it's good to be in your your own boss. Yeah, yeah you have uh, more uh, flexibility. Yeah, uh, you know, you do what is right. You do what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I think when you work for people, sometimes it's very uh, difficult. Uh, you know, when you see that it comes a little bit on a gray side. Uh-huh. You know, on a gray side, and uh, do you want to do it? You know, is yeah. it your value to do it? Yeah. You know, you want? Do you want your children to do it? Yeah. So a lot of question that you know, and finally you know when you do your own business, uh, you know you can actually choose uh, to do what. You know, what exactly. Do you wish that you have started earlier? Yes. I wish that I've started earlier, uh, but just that uh, in those days, uh, you know, when you're busy in the corporate world, you know, uh, day by day, week by week, you know, mm-hmm. year by year, you know, suddenly you realize, oh, you know, you've been there for ten years. True. You know, and then you you, you don't plan because you, if you want to do business, you need to plan. Yeah, you need to plan many years ahead what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the very fact that uh, today's uh, working environment, you know, do do we have a permanent work? No. Yeah. You know, and there's uh, no more concept of iron rice bowl anymore. No, there's no more. Yeah. Today they need you, tomorrow they don't need you. Yeah, true. Yeah, so in this case, uh, you know, uh, you know, for those people, uh, you know, who are actually out of job, for example, you know, so what what next? You know, how true. are they going to get a salary? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think for me, I always advise uh, my children. You know, you are young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you do what is correct. You know, you don't shortchange short uh, your your employer. True. You know, you work hard, work hard for them. Mm. But okay, you also need to know that uh, you know one day your employer may not want, want you. Yeah. So in this case, uh, you know what happened. So I think it's always good to have a side income. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a small business, a small family business. Mm-hmm. Maybe give tuition or something like that. You know, I mean, you know, and a, a specific skill set also that you can use. Yes. In other times. Yeah, do freelance. Freelance and all that. Yeah. yeah. And now I think the good thing about freelancing is that the market is the world, especially things like uh, okay, things that you can do digitally lah. You know, you have some skills in let's say photography or editing, yeah. uh, audio editing, video editing. You know, even design. So the market is also you can do that um, freelancing for the world market. Yeah. So it gets easier uh, due to the internet, right? So I think is I always advise our young people, you know, um, don't just have one uh, skill set. Have at least two or three different kind of skill set. Yeah. One of it must be a human kind of skill set, you yeah. know. Uh, and be as versatile as problem uh, as possible, yeah. and then um, because we just do not know in the future what is needed to maneuver. Uh, when the world is a market, your competition is also the world. Yeah. And also, uh, I think uh, you know you need to, to drive. You need to drive things. Yes. No one is coming to you. Oh, I offer this on the plate. Exactly. No one. Drive yeah. it. Be hungry about it. Yeah. And uh, really execute. You know, execution of uh, what you plan to do. Yeah. yeah. Execution is key. Yeah. True. Paul, it has been a very good and fruitful discussion. 
Thanks for having me, Osman. It's my pleasure. That's a privilege to be on your show. <laughs> and uh, I really thank you for really uh, sharing with us good value because I think you have, uh, I hear just now, right, there are quite a few quotes that you mentioned and I think those are really good quotes that people can uh, listen to and also um, maybe try to dig deeper the meaning of that quotes, right? And I think you shared very good um, uh, experiential value also where... Uh, when you you cross over to do business, and then in terms of partnership, you know, what, what are things at least uh, to look for, and then uh, to start business at a younger age is more preferred. But based on that also, I think with experience in the corporate world also, it somehow makes it easier also when you jump to do your own business, at least on the structural things, you know, the structure of the business and all that. that that's where the experience in the corporate world helps a lot. Yeah, but I think business uh, is good, but it's not for everyone. Exactly. But I think uh, there's no harm trying it. Exactly. And, uh, look at, uh, calculate your, your risk. Understand. You know, your failure cost. Yeah. You know, and it's something that you can go for it. You know, why not try? It's very true. Yeah. Paul Liu, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Osman. See you again next time in Start Ready.